Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am here today. I'm so excited with a local celebrity from Phoenix, uh, Bob the Psychic, also known as Bob Stahl. He Hi. Has... Hi, Bob. Let me finish introducing you. Okay. <laughs> Bob the Psychic has always been intuitive with a special sense of things happening around him and others. And as he grew older, these signs and messages became louder, clearer, and stronger. His journey opening his gifts started rather late in life and has allowed him to really make a difference in a great many people's lives. Bob is now a um, psychic master channel, medium, and he shares divine healing messages that bring empowerment and inspiration to all of his clients' lives. He also reads tarot and angel cards to help others gain a sense of peace, understanding, clarity, and emotional healing. I am so psyched to have you with me today, Bob. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I don't know that I'm a local celebrity, though, but that was nice. <laughs> you are a local celebrity. Okay. I've I've been to the psychic fairs in Phoenix, and there are all these tables, and there's one person here and one person there, and then there's this line to see Bob the Psychic. <laughs> yes, I, yes, that is true. <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about your backstory, Bob. I mean, right now, you're you're awesome and you're tuned in and you're amazing, but many of us did not start that way. And I didn't either. In fact, it wasn't until I was about, about 10 years ago, so it was about 48, 49, that's how old I was. And um, I would go to psychics twice a year to, um, you know, birthday and holidays just for fun and giggles. And there was a woman here in town who was also a card reader who told me that I was supposed to be giving messages and doing what she was doing. And I looked at her like, yeah, that's insane. Because at the time, I was a very successful realtor and I had a different life doing just different things. And that same week, I went to an event um, that another person here in town was was hosting. And at that event, um, all the people there were talking about learning how to read tarot cards. And I thought, you know, that's kind of weird. You know, Brenda told me that I was supposed to be doing this. And I've heard that, you know, all these people are doing this. So maybe I should look into it like it was a message. So I Googled how to learn how to read tarot cards or give messages. And there's a woman named uh, Doreen Virtue. She makes angel cards. And she had a class at the time called Becoming a Certified right. Angel Card Reader. Or she made angel cards. <laughs> she made, yes, that's true. Yes, Past she's tense. moved she's, on to other things. <laughs> she does other things now too. Um, but at any rate, I took the class and I don't really remember what they talked about. I know I had to buy her deck and it was probably about listening to your intuition and looking at the cards and allowing them to speak to you um, and kind of taking a step back and not being in your head about it, like the first sense you get instead of trying to like figure it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I thought, all right, at the end of the class, you had to do readings for people to get the certification. And I thought, okay, who is going to believe me? I'm a realtor. So <laughs> I... Um, Nobody goes to their realtor yeah, for because you're a, realtor. A crystal ball kind of yeah. questions unless it's, will my house sell? <laughs> right. You know, it's like, it, yeah, it's weird if your realtor is a psychic and your psychic's a realtor. But at any rate, so I... Um, I put it on Craigslist. I'll do 10 free uh, tarot card readings. Um, just tell me if I get it right. So just give me a question. Let me know. So 
So I did the 10 readings and nine of them wrote me back saying, wow, that was amazing. Like you really nailed this, that, and the other thing. And I really wasn't sure until the one woman wrote back and said, uh, she asked me what she was supposed to be doing for her career. And I told her that she was, uh, I said, you know, I feel like you're doing all this writing. My guides are saying you're doing all this writing, but you're supposed to be in the medical field. Why aren't you a doctor or a nurse? To which she wrote back and said, well, you know what? I'm an emergency room scribe studying to be a nurse. And I thought, okay, wow. So I did get that. So from there, I thought, well, maybe there is a gift here. Maybe I am really that intuitive or, or so, whatever you want to call the energy that we sense. And then Yeah, we give. so was that really the first moment where you went, oh, wow? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that was. And then from there, you know, nothing happens by coincidence, right? So I go to a bookstore here in town to buy my first tarot deck. And the woman behind the counter says to me, oh, you're just learning how to do that? So am I. And my roommate, why don't you come over and we can learn how to do it within ourselves? Like, you know, we'll teach ourselves. I'm like, okay. So then I started going and we met every week and we practiced looking at the cards and getting messages from them and giving each other readings. And that worked for about, I don't know, I want to say about six or eight weeks, but after a while, then you get to know the person. So it doesn't really, I don't want to say it doesn't count, but you're not really sure whether you're getting it intuitively. Yeah. It, because, it kind of muddies the waters yeah. a little bit. Do I just remember this or yeah. Is it really true? Correct. So from there I thought, all right, well maybe now I'll go do a psychic fair. So I went and I did my first psychic fair. It was probably 10 years ago. It was in uh, Prescott, I believe. And, um, or it was Payson. I always get those two confused. Anyways, because they start with B. Um, and that's kind of how it all started. So I did my first fair. I talked to a few people. And then from there, I decided, oh, maybe I'll do something different. And then I started doing the Phoenix First Friday Art Walk. So I still go to that, believe it or not. So it's nice. been at least seven years. And I'm at the corner of Fourth Street and Roosevelt on the northeast side right now because of COVID Orama. Uh, First Friday is kind of on the on on ice, but they are supposed to bring it back in September 2020. So come the first Friday of the month, you will see me there. And I that's kind of how I grew my business. And then uh, yeah. three years well, ago, now you yeah, you brought ahead. up the the whole COVID thing. Yes. Um, how has your business shifted because of the pandemic that's been going on? Well, it has shifted that it has slowed down sometimes, but other weeks I do really well. Basically, my only difference was I just stopped seeing people in my apartment. I stopped doing in-person readings and I use Zoom and the phone. I was doing phone readings before, but a lot of people like to come and be in front of you. So I found Zoom to be amazingly helpful that way. And I have, I kind of cleaned off my area here, um, but I have a camera. So when I'm doing the card readings, like below where my hands are sitting right now. People can see that. Matt, actually, that was something you suggested to me. Yes, and I do. Yes. <laughs> and I, so I started doing that. So now people can see the cards. And I don't feel like I'm going to change that because I think it's very successful the way it is. No one has said to me, well, I just have to come see you. Okay, well, no. And uh, <laughs> so it's worked out well. I still do psychic fairs. Um, this year um, in summertime, the next one I'm going to be at is in September. It's the Embrace Your Journey Fair um, yes. is the next one I'm doing. Um, and that's really my plan to do fairs and first Friday and just do what I was doing before. I've worked a lot harder on, um, I'm much more in social media now. I post more. I have a Zoom Facebook group that I do every Tuesday night where mm -hmm. people can come, be in a group setting. There's just, I only allow eight people in it. Um, we yeah, do about 10 you minutes. You know, I have a Zoom thing on, on Tuesday nights too. So I don't know if I can let you mention that. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, well, go ahead. They don't compete. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I do. And so I give people 
couple readings um, and then I record it because it's Zoom and then they get a link to the um, Facebook, or I'm not sorry, Facebook, a YouTube page where it's a private re- private video. No one even knows it's there and those are mainly what I do. And then I do other readings, you know, 15, 30, 45 hours. I do yeah. parties too. I've, I've done a lot of parties. That was really my favorite thing. One of the things that happened before COVID is I would get a lot of bachelor, uh, bachelor parties and go and meet, you know, women who are 28 to like 31, all getting married and just wow them. It was kind of funny. That, that, that was fun. fun. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Absolutely. So looking at, you know, where you've gone with your business, I know you have a pretty thorough, what I want to say, business and marketing background as a realtor. I mean, that's mm-hmm. your bread and butter. Um, but in terms of like, the step forwards and the little expansions. I know Spirit will present us with stuff. What what does it look like on your journey when you're presented with your next new direction? Usually it comes in big spurts. So like right now, I am working on launching a podcast. Uh, That's my big thing for this year. Later this year, I know I'm doing some kind of private event. I just know that it's later this year, like it's in November, because mm-hmm. my guides are telling me that right now. I don't know yet what it is or how it's going to work, but it will be something like that. I did get one day about like launching my own psychic fair, um, but that seems like more than I really want to bite off and chew because it's a it's a it's big a big undertaking. I've gotten that message myself as well, so who knows? Maybe that's what you and I are supposed to be talking about next. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. But I'm open to whatever comes. I mean, I've learned this along the way. And I feel like the be- for people who are watching or listening at home, the best thing is just to be open to whatever comes your way. Sometimes, I know in my life, you get messages and you're like, yeah, or you get ideas and you're like, I oh, don't know, that'll never fly. But I've noticed since I've been down this more spiritual or metaphysical path, the more that I'm just like, okay, that's interesting. And looking at it that way, the more it kind of manifests and becomes that way. I've, I've attracted women into my life that, have, um, that I've dated. I've attracted just all sorts of interesting things by just being open to that idea and knowing that it's going to be okay. Whatever is supposed to happen is supposed to happen. And you kind of learn from those things and move on. So that's my new attitude about that. That's about a, how long have I had that? I want to say two or three years, really since I started doing this, this full time, because it was presented to me. um, There's something called Saturn return. Do you, I'll tell you what that is really quick. Go go ahead and and fill us in on that. Yeah. So it's 027, 2854. 55 and up. And the idea is that it takes Saturn 27 years to bop around the universe. And that's one chapter in our life. So on my 55th birthday, that would be the start of the next chapter. um, I was working in real estate and that position was eliminated. And I tried to be very upset, like, oh my God, I'm losing my job and blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) as they're telling me that, I'm thinking to myself, well, wow, this is the Saturn return. I work uh, for a major retail chain part-time. I can increase my hours there. I can get unemployment and I can make Bob the Psychic, my business, into something you know terrific or huge. And that's exactly what I did. I just committed to being like, all right, this is what I need to do to make this successful so it can support me. And three years ago, it was not, but now it does. And it's yeah. all about just being open to the gifts, open to the messages. And the other thing for me, I noticed, I look at everything as like being in service. How can I help you? It's not about, um, okay, you know, how many likes did I get or how much money am I charging or any of that? I don't look at any of that. I just kind of set that up and let it go. And even in the way my website runs, I never deal or talk about the money. The booking program I have takes care of it. It goes to PayPal and great. I get a text message saying, you know, I have an appointment with Jane Doe and then I go call Jane and then we have a good time. So, and I feel like the more you kind of, at least in my life, the more I've released that, the more it has come my way. Um, 
here's a good example too. So um, I'm divorced and the woman that I was married to, we are still, we've been divorced for 10 years. I'm still, we are, I would consider us really good friends. We just had lunch today, as a matter of fact. We go out to lunch probably once or twice a month, talk, you know, three or four times a, a month to keep in touch because she's like, you know, right now, she's still the closest person I have here in town. Yeah. Um, and I, I value that relationship and that friendship very much. Um, so I just think it's about just being open to whatever the universe uh, provides you. So question for you, because I, I want to go back to the in your head and following your heart sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How does uh, a mind idea feel different to you than one of these divine suggestions? A divine suggestion to me feels bigger. I don't know if that's even the right word for it. Like it just feels, I want to say bigger than something that's just in my mind. So when it's just my mind talking, it feels like it's more um, uh, like compartmentalized. Like it's not big. I'm not even sure if that makes sense. But that's kind of the way I look at it. That's how I know that it just feels like from a place of comfort. It doesn't feel like a place of stress when I hear it. Plus, for those of you listening at home, it takes. It took me a while to get to this point. It wasn't like, oh, one day I realized, oh, this isn't the you know the divine messages, and oh wait, that's my brain thinking about it. No, it took a while to get it. For example, the first thing I notice, and I tell people who are like uh, who contact me and want me to help them, coach them about reading cards or doing or ha- or using their gift, because I believe everybody has one. And what the first thing I say is, you know what? When you start doing this, the key is it's the first thing you get. In other words, if someone asks you a question, that first gut feeling, that first answer, whatever it is, that's the divine message speaking to you. If you say to yourself, oh, that can't be right, and then you give another answer, I guarantee you that that's other answer is not, not the right. one. Exactly. Not the one. Yeah, I, the I big- see that with clients a lot mm-hmm. of times, too. Uh, like, I, I need an intuitive response from you, a number between this and this. And if Eight. there's a long pause, I'm like, okay, throw all of that away. What was the first thing? <laughs> I gave you one. It was eight. So, okay, yeah. whatever that is. But that was my number. <laughs> um, right, because that's kind of how it works. And then after a while, I notice, I mean, this is kind of funny. Like, I'll think, all right, do I need to go to the grocery store today? And I'll hear, an, yeah, I'm hearing in my head. I'll hear an answer from that same place. Like, so they talk to me all the time about that. And one of the other things that happens, is, oh, yeah, okay, is my dog talks to me too. So I have a dachshund, a little tiny dog. And I swear she talks to me now too, just because I'm more open that way. Because I'll be like, you know, what, what are you feeling okay what's going on and she starts talking yeah oh, I'm it's hungry wonderful. or like you know I want to get a bath or I want um the other thing that she has started doing too so when certain um I have a Reiki healer that comes over and another friend of mine um who's a shaman who comes over and we we talk but when these people are on their way usually it's like right after they leave their house I'll know because my dog starts going crazy she starts running around the apartment and I'm like barking at the door and there's no one there but I'll open the door <laughs> but and they're she goes gonna out. be here in a they're second gonna be here any minute and she'll go out and look for them and she does it all the time it's hilarious Speaking I mean, of, of yeah. here any minute we actually have Carrie on the line waiting oh, to ask a question we've got Great. like three minutes till break so we're gonna have to keep it on point okay Carrie how can I help you what would you like to know um, I just ca- called in. Tracy said, check out the show. Um, and I just dialed in and haven't even had a chance to look at your website. I apologize. Um, Do you have a question that's been on your heart? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about expanding and going back into teaching, more into teaching. And I've been feeling that I should be doing that throughout uh, June into July. 
Yes. Well, the first thing um, I didn't want to interrupt, Sophia, but I was going to say when you said you have a question on your mind, I got, it's about finances. So uh, definitely, uh-huh. I feel uh-huh. like teaching, I feel like teaching is going to be the right thing for you. I want to say my guys are saying it's uh-huh. going to be very lucrative this time. It also is that you're going into it with a different attitude than you had before. I feel like um, you're kind uh-huh. of coming at it from more of a place of like love or fun as compared uh-huh. to like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. I need this for the money. So I feel like it's going to be much uh-huh. more enjoyable than you for the past time uh-huh. uh, than last time. You might do it for just about two years and then I feel like you'll be ready uh-huh. to retire or move on to something else. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. It makes wonderful sense. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much for calling, Carrie. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Awesome. So I love that you talk to your dog. I talk to my dog too and she, she tells me all kinds of interesting stuff. Um, well, what's interesting about the dog thing, too, so when my dog comes over, when the two women I was talking to here, they'll say, oh, Carly, name of my dog, just told me blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's hilarious. I mean, because she talks to them, too, and I'll hear the same thing at the same time. So we know that there's something to that, especially when she starts running around and just, I took a video of it last time to show someone because they were like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to see this. Yeah. We have Ralph on the line now. We've got another minute before we go to break, so... Quick and Ralph. to the point, Ralph. Hello. Hi, how can we help you? Hi, Bob. Hi. Um, I just had a question. Um, what does June, I guess, bring for me? Well, I'm hearing that June is going to bring for you a, a sense of peace in some ways. I feel like you've been agitated or upset about things going on in your life, especially in May, I want to say last month. But this month, I feel like you get kind of uh, back on track and back centered within yourself and you figure out what it is you need to do. I feel like one of the things that is up around you, it feels to me about your home. So I don't know if you're, I think you are moving. I want to say you're going to make a decision to move by the end of the year just to get into like a different environment. Environment because I feel like the environment around you now is just stressful and you're uncomfortable with that. I feel like the moving plan, it might be in August if it's not November. Have you thought about moving somewhere this year? Yes, I did move out of a stressful area and then I moved into a condo, but I want to buy in November my own home. There you go. And you'll be able to do that very easily is what I get. And I want to say, wait for the right one. I feel like you're going to see other things that um, that aren't exactly the right fit, but just wait for the right one. It'll be there. All right. Thank you so much for calling, Ralph. All right. We are coming up on our break here. This has been so much fun. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about your path of development. We come back from the break, Bob. We'll talk for a few minutes there, and then we'll take a few more callers uh, around uh, 20 minutes to the hour. Perfect. So hang with us. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I'm here with Bob Stahl, also known as Bob the Psychic. And before we went to break, we were talking about um, some of the ways in which he his path changed and grew and evolved and his business shifted. I know your gifts have kind of shifted as you've gone along as well. I know recently you've moved into channeling messages. So how did you discover that was a possibility? How'd that unfold? So the way it happened was I was laying on my couch out in my uh, living room out there. And all of a sudden, I just noticed that I was like, I just felt like I wanted to start talking. I'm not sure how else to describe that. And I realized I could, I turned on my phone recorder and I realized I could close my eyes and that messages would come. And that's kind of how it started. And then I asked other people I knew who were psychic or like my mentors and saying, this just happened to me. What is that? Does it make sense? And they were like, oh yes, that does. And so basically the way it works for me is that I am close my eyes and I start whatever I start like hearing the divine or whatever that gift part is I just like let it flow through me I know the words are not coming from me but I know I'm speaking them I never remember what it is that I say when I do it my voice always changes so usually I talk faster or in some cases like when I do mediumship I actually sound like the person who has passed like if it's a guy I'll sound like him or I'll have the same kind of um, speech pattern and if it's a woman my voice goes higher mm-hmm. um, and I've noticed too that people will like really like that and so I am um, I offered in my in my sessions and usually it starts as a conversation like I'll say all right I'm gonna ask me a question, I'll get the answer and keep going. And always at some point during it, the guides will say, does this make sense? Do you have any questions? Like they're waiting for more. And that's the more that I do it, the easier it is for me to connect. And really, I feel like that's probably the best part of my gift is being able to give people conversations like that because they can talk with whatever that uh, sense of being is that's out there. Like I said, I know it's not me because I never remember what it is I say when I'm done. I'll tell them I'm going to come back and say, okay, did that sound good? Did it make sense? Do you have any questions? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that? But it just kind of started like as a fluke thing. I was just like, oh, I'm supposed to talk now. Okay. And that's how it started. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Um, how long have you been channeling? How recently? I've been channeling. This- 
My guides are telling me it's four years. Okay, so apparently four years, because I don't really remember how long it's been started. It was not in the beginning. Um, definitely not. Probably That's probably right. It's probably been about four years. Like I said, I've been doing yeah. this for about seven. So that's probably right, about four years. And like I said, you know, the more you connect and the more you use your gift, the more, it's like a muscle, the stronger it gets. So there are things that I say or do or sense right now that a year ago I didn't. Um, and to me, that's just part of the gift. And it even, to me, it still surprises me. So when people tell me, oh my God, that was amazing. You know, you were specifically, you told me da, 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 da. Wow, it still surprises me. Like, for example, last week I had someone call, set up a reading with me. I didn't remember them, but they said, yeah, two years ago, we talked to you and we asked you about our business and you told us what to do. And then you said that um, we asked about whether we were going to become pregnant. So it was a, it was a man and a woman and they, um, they're business partners. They're not um, uh, together as a couple. And I told both of them yes, but I said they were going to need to use IVF, each one independently. And I, apparently I said the sex of the babies too. And I was right, the whole thing. So the business made a bajillion dollars. They both have children from IVF, and I got the sex right. And to me, when people yeah. call back and say that, it's like, wow. It's so amazing it's, validation. I it love is. it when that happens. And I feel, you know, and to me, uh, every time that happens, I just feel like, wow, that's cool. It has never been like, well, of course it is. Because I'm just not <laughs> Well, right? the day that it's, of course it is, is probably a day you're in trouble. You're done. Yeah. And I yeah, know the some, ego has stepped into the clothes. Yeah. And I know some people who are like that. I've met, you know, other psychics who are like that and okay. But I just know for me, no, I'm always surprised and gifted and grateful for whatever everybody says about me. So, yeah. and I think that's helped grow my business too, because people know that I'm coming from a very sincere place. And if I get something wrong, I'll be like, okay, well, you know, I had a 50-50 shot on that or whatever I say yeah. to kind of lighten <laughs> it up. But I, you know, but usually I'm very good about making sure that people, when they have a reading with me, they get what they came for and that they feel satisfied. That's my number one thing. It's like customer service. And I know that comes from the retail chain I work for because they're very much about that. Um, yeah, you know, making exactly. the customer first, making them right. Well, and the beautiful thing I find, I don't know if you've experienced this, but everything that I've done up to this point of going into this mission of like spiritual service was giving me the tools that I needed when I was here. I didn't realize it at the time, but now that I'm here, it's like, well, of course I spent five years as a troubleshooter in you know, corporate data centers, because now I troubleshoot the problems in people's lives. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting how well, it all builds yeah. together like that. And I love that, that the channeling just kind of happened for you. It sort of just happened for me, too. It took me a few times of it happening before I realized what it was. Correct. That's what happened with me, too. Yeah. Yeah, because I would be talking with a client or whatever. And they would go, oh, my goodness, that's exactly what grandma would tell me. And I'm, I had no memory of what I'd even said, and they would have to repeat it back to me. And I'm like, well, clearly that was grandma. <laughs> right. And even when I give messages now, like just in doing the readings for the folks who are calling in, if I'm closing my eyes, that that's where it's coming from. And I notice it now, and I kind of let it out more. Um, it's interesting, too, where you talk about um, – uh, how everything leads up to where you're at. So I spent many years in television as a uh, news manager, news producer. I did a whole bunch in TV. I got out in 2000. But what was interesting is what I did in television, I was the late night newscast producer in, in many 
uh, cities across America. And my thing when I went to work that day was like telling people, what do you need to know before you go to bed tonight to know what happened today, but also what to expect tomorrow. And I feel like it's the same thing we're doing now. We're giving them messages like, all right, this is what you need to know today, and this is how you can change something tomorrow. So it does all add up to that. And working in television was great. I wouldn't do it now. But um, it's uh, but at the time, and then things were very different back then. So, But it was a great experience. That is beautiful. So what would you suggest to someone else who's maybe recently awakened and who's still doing their old mundane stuff but are looking for something more or different in their lives? I got well, the first thing that came to my mind is to try to find a, a group of other people who are supportive and doing the same thing. So here in the uh, Phoenix area, there's a ton of meetup groups or other people around who have groups to help support you through that journey. I know I would not be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for those mentors that yeah, I found along the way. Exactly. So that and, would be and I'm going to pause you there because this is like the perfect lead in because this is what I do on Tuesday nights. And we there do it go. over Zoom. So you don't have to be in Phoenix. You can be anywhere in the world you want to be. Right. So if you're interested in that experience, since Bob teed me up so nicely, you can go to bit.ly slash spirit talks and a numeric one. bit.ly slash spirit talks numeric one. And you can get signed up to check one of these out. I've kept them uber affordable. And it's all about experiencing yourself, your magic, your gifts, and building on those. So oh, thank awesome. you for that, Bob. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. It'll, it'll be ten dollars. Um, okay. So and, the other. And what thing, is the other? <laughs> the other thing I would say is just kind of for me. Well, I didn't really do a lot of writing about it, but I would say like being open to what's happening. So, for example, when this first started, I would go to bed at night and say, "All right, what do I need to know today, and what do I need to know about tomorrow?" Kind of like asking it in your head and yeah. seeing what you get back, because you'll hear something, and that to me helped kind of get me going. Now every Every night when I go to sleep, I talk to, uh, right now I'm talking to my relationship guide. So every night I'll say in my head, what do I need to know about relationships today or my connections with others? And I'll have a whole conversation with that guide um, who I know is around me. Um, so that's interesting. And it's funny, one of the, the, the Reiki person who comes over, who's an amazing healer, she will always come, oh, look, your relationship guide's right there because she sees. She sees that. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. But, but that's, I mean, I think those are the two suggestions. And like I said, oh. you know, I, people, if you're into, I'm happy to help whoever. And the, the second suggestion, I love that because it really resonates with what my experience has been. Because I, I talk to and I work with a lot of different light workers and people at different stages in their journey. And one of the most common things that I hear from people early on is, I, I wish I knew what my mission is. I'm waiting for this big vision. I'm waiting for this big download. And I, I say, look, don't, don't worry about the big picture, big mission, big download. Just ask what you need to do next. Correct. Because yeah. if someone were to ask me, what is my big vision, my big download? I don't know. I, really, I, really, <laughs> I ain't got I really, one yet. <laughs> I don't have one yet, but I know it's coming in little bits and pieces. Um, and I, you know, and I kind of like it. They give it to you and just as you can take it. And the more that I do and the more work that I do, the easier it becomes. And the more for me, I know I'm doing something right just because of, you know, you called me a celebrity. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I know that <laughs> you I'm- You are, you're getting okay. a following. I, I know I have a following, and it's a following because either 
for, uh, for I'm sure it's a variety of reasons, but you know, and I really appreciate that and just think it's cool. I mean, I've been a couple times I've been recognized on the street, like, wait, aren't you the Bob, the psychic guy to me, that just cracks me up when that happens. Um, but yeah, so, and I just feel like being open and just being like, okay, let's just see what happens today and trying to wake up with that attitude every day. I know that's hard and I will be the first to admit I don't do it all the time either, but at least kind of most of the time, like, so right now I spend a lot of time Well, I haven't since the COVID thing. I still basically stay home. I don't go out. I go, don't go places. And like I used to, because it's just like, you know what? I just need to be yeah, well, the, the pandemic ain't not done. <laughs> no, it's not done. And, you know, and there's a, the, all this other crazy stuff going on and, yeah. you know, and it's just like, you just have to figure out where your place is and then just be there. Mm, yes, absolutely. And if you can't fit, well, here's only add one more thing to that. So for me, wh- when I think about what my place is, a lot of time is it is just sitting on the couch, you know, with my dog and reading or being quiet or listening to music. Other times it's watching TV or being out walking the dog and, you know, or trying to, you know, meeting new people on Facebook or whatever that is. So it just kind of depends on the day. Yeah, exactly. How do you know when you're in your place? That I, This I want to... I want to hear because um, I know me, some of us feel distinctly out of our places. <laughs> for me, I know I'm in my place when there's a sense of calm around me um, or my stomach isn't like gurgling or I'm not feeling nervous and that I'm standing up straighter and talking, um, I want to say deeper or more like powerful in a way. To me, that's how I know I'm in the right place and I'm not um, somewhere where I'm not supposed to be. Um, and I'm very sensitive about that too. So I also, as my gift has changed, I have become more, um, like more like an empath in a way. So when I'm talking to someone and I'm like, wow, you're feeling sick to your stomach now, aren't you? And they'll look at me like, yeah. So, because I kind of get that thing too. A couple of times I've done readings or given people messages and then I've had to go to the bathroom and like, grow up um, just because of their energy and just about how they were feeling. Cause I feel like one of my other gifts and I'm not really sure I consider it a gift, but I guess it is. I do tend to like pick up that energy from people. So I do a lot of things to keep myself grounded. Um, I have stones that I use. I, I hold on to this when I'm doing readings. Um, my uh, Suzanne, my energy person comes over twice a month and she'll yeah. do her voodoo on me to keep me good. Like we just did it yesterday. So she'll yeah. be back in two weeks. Okay. Well, and, and we can discuss that a little bit later because I'm a physical empath, so I've learned a lot of tricks for dealing with this kind of thing mm-hmm. so it doesn't hijack you. Right. It's not that it's hi- – I mean, it's only hijacked me, I want to say, a couple times where I really felt sick. And then as soon as that person – and one time it happened at First Friday, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I, but as soon as they walked away, it stopped. So I do know it's a sensitive thing from that. And I kind of look at it the same thing when I was talking about my dog running around the apartment because she knew people was coming out. Yeah, it's the same thing. She senses it the same way and just starts running around barking at the door and barking at everything. She's excited. Mm -hmm. So all of you out there in listener land, I know there are probably a few more of you that have some questions and we're coming up in that part of the show. So uh, get out your, get out your dialing finger. (laughs) All right. Um, what would you say is the most fulfilling part of what you do? I know you started primarily as a reader and you've kind of branched out from there. What's your favorite? My favorite thing. So when I read or give messages, my eyes are closed so I can just concentrate and like be within myself. My favorite thing is opening up my eyes and seeing the look on people's face. 
like that, just of shock or I make people cry all the time or a lot of the time. So it's those two in, things. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a bad way. Um, well, the crying, well, we'll get there in a second. But I feel like when I see that reaction, I know I've truly connected with them. And I know that I've given them something that they needed to hear, that they came, you know, I don't know that they wanted to hear it, but they know they needed it. So, so, yeah. so much of the work I do, and I want to say it's probably true for other psychics too. You'll probably be able to relate to this. We're just confirming what people know they need to do in their own lives in a lot of cases. Yeah. And to me, that's how I know I made the confirmation. And when, because um, it's funny, I'll say stuff and then they'll say back to me, oh, you know, I was thinking the same thing, blah, blah, blah. Because one of the other. Yeah. Yeah, Occasionally right? I get one who's like. Yeah. <sighs> Right. I, I wish that wasn't right, but it is. <laughs> it is right. So one of the things I tell people too um, when I'm doing readings is that I don't ask any questions, but if I do, I'm going to give you the answer like, oh, wow, you already have your 10,000 kids. And if people, you know, they want to like tell me a whole story, I'm like, no, 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 don't. Because just give me a very little and I'm going to tell you I'm going to cut you off at some point because as soon as I start hearing messages about it, I'm going to jump in. And Absolutely. what I learned about that is if I let them give me their whole thing, no doubt I'm going to know something about that. I'm going to get it psychically and then they're not going to know if I'm repeating it for them or if I really got it. Yeah, exactly. We have Tracy on the line. Tracy, hi, welcome. Hi. How can we help you? Hi, Bob. Nice to meet you. I'm nice excited to, you. to get my question to you. Okay, what is it? Um, I am new to knowing that I'm an empath and I just wanted guidance from out there what I needed to be doing to enhance that so I can get my own answers. Well, I'm, uh, my guides are saying that you're not really ready to hear your own answers in a way that it's really about focusing on others. I also feel like you are just starting on your journey here and that it will open and increase as time comes. I feel it's probably six months to a year before that happens. Um, but you are on the right path, and I feel like the more you kind of listen or look what's going on around others or like how, as you sense that, that'll help you. The other thing my guys are showing me is a book. I couldn't tell you what the title is, but there's got to be a book out there, something about it. Maybe Sophia knows one for you to read. I, uh, I have uh, several by I, Rose Rose Tree that I recommend for empaths. There you go. The other thing I was going to tell you, too, when it comes to reading ourselves, that's hard. And the reason I feel like it's hard, as I know this is true for me, like you kind of know what you want to hear. And I feel like sometimes if I draw cards or ask a message on that, I hear what I want to hear, whether it's right or not. So it is hard ah. to read ourselves. So that might not be, which is why I'm, I think why my guys are telling you to flip it around and make it about somebody else and see how that goes. But it's, I'm not saying not to listen to your intuition, but just be careful that way it, until you get more, I want to say get more comfortable with it and realize, I feel like you're just kind of like at the tip, like the, if it was a water hose that was giving you the information, it's just dribbling right now, but it's going to be full blast very soon. Wow. Okay. That's, that's awesome. And I like doing that anyway. So I'll keep on the path. Thank you so much. The, the other thing that I'll share quick before you go is I find if I'm inquiring for myself, if I can stay in curiosity about what the answer is, I'm probably getting the accurate stuff. If I'm if I'm rooting for an answer, it's not going to be good. <laughs> so stay curious like a cat and let the answer come. 
Exactly. Thank you so much for calling. And we are coming up on our next break here. I'm so excited to continue this conversation with Bob the Psychic after the break. And we'll be taking more callers in that section as well. So hang with us and we'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us. This is Sophia Renea here. I'm with Bob the Psychic this afternoon, and we've covered a lot of amazing ground, and we, blah, my, my brain stalled suddenly. <laughs> Let's let go of the brain. We'll just bring it through. I've been having a lot of discussions recently with other people about their psychic gifts, their psychic uh, feelings, knowing, seeings, hearings, smellings, whatever it is. Um, what would you say your strongest psychic gifts are, Bob, the psychic? Hearing. It's mm-hmm. like hearing and feeling it. It would be the best thing. I do sometimes see um, like, you know, spirits or like the sense of something around um, or like auras around people, but usually I hear it. So if someone asks me, here's a perfect example, like, oh, what color is my aura? I won't, I can look at you, but I'm going to hear in my head what the colors are. So it's it's really a hearing thing for me, not so much seeing. Yeah, I love I love understanding that from people, because I know for myself, I I'm an, a knower primarily, along with the the feeling sensation, and I will use words like, well, I see this, or I hear this, but I don't 
actually see or hear. I've given more of a knowing of hearing it or a knowing of seeing it, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yes, it does. And sometimes when I do readings and messages, I say, well, I feel that. And then I started saying, well, oh, that might sound too much like me. So then I started saying my guides are saying. Yeah. But it's like I used to say, like, I feel that that's what the answer is. Yeah, I frequently will use um, the construction of I'm given to know. It's not oh. I know, but I'm given to know that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because and that that's, makes sense. that's how it arrives. Yeah. Right. Because like when I was channeled, that's the perfect example. Like where did that come from? And I don't know. But I know that it's some message that's meaningful to the person who I'm giving it to, even though I don't remember saying it to them. Yeah. I know when I first started doing readings for people, it was almost like playing charades <laughs> because I'd get this, these images or these knowings of images. Um, and so I would describe them to the person and there's this part of my logical science, scientist brain back there going, what kind of silliness is this? But I would finish my description and she'd be like, oh, those are the sandals that my grandmother just gave me, you know, two months before she passed away. It's like, oh, well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> it I've seems silly to me like because that. there's no significance to me, but there's a ton of significance to the mm -hmm. person I'm reading for. Correct, like when I get names and stuff. And usually my name, I call it a name picker. The name, it's not usually right. I'm, well, it's getting better. And when it is right, when I'll say, well, who is this person? Yeah, and it's the name of their relatives. Or I know that I have the first letter of their name, and I get that a lot. So, yes, I get that. The whole thing about like what you said about the sandals. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. So, Let's see, where should we go with this next? We talked about what the most fulfilling part, what's the most challenging part of being a psychic? Wow. Um, my most challenging part is being confident in my abilities. In other words, am I really giving you something that's meaningful? Because I've said that, to, in fact, I said it to someone the other day, I was doing a reading over Zoom and I said to them, did that make sense? I feel like I'm not connecting or anything. And they're like, oh no, you're being so specific and it means so much to me. I think that's the hardest part. And then just knowing that the abundance is still coming, that's hard for me to kind of wrap my head around too, to being in that place of being receptive and knowing that I'm doing what it is I'm supposed to be doing and that it's all going to work out. Even though like right now, I know for this week, I have a couple of appointments, but I know that by the end of the week, I will have made whatever my usual weekly amount is because about every week I make about the same amount, right? It's right around a certain number. And so I just know, yeah, by the time the end of the week comes, I'll be there. So I think that's really the hardest part. The other thing I think along the way learning was about um, how to, I want to use the word protect myself and make sure that there wasn't like, I want to say negative energy around me or negative energy attached to me. Mm -hmm. That was hard in the beginning too, but now I know that I am, um, that I know what to do. I know how to like what to tell myself. I know I use my little stone. I don't even know how I found that one. Um, <laughs> and that just helps me be that way. And I'm careful about my home and who I let into. And now that I'm not doing that anymore, I feel like it's much more of a, like a sacred space. The whole apartment yeah. really is. I, I love that you learned to exercise some discernment. I, I personally have seen a lot of stuff in the light worker world that doesn't exercise a lot of discernment around what the energies are, and that it concerns me for people. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Or people who use energy and they don't really know what they're doing. There's someone I'm thinking of who does, well, says she's doing such and such with energy, but I don't feel like she knows what she's doing or she's not doing it in a way that's going to help her at the end. But it's not for me to say to you, hey, I don't think you're doing that right because Well, I mean, and we all come for these life experiences, right? And so she may have come for some kind of a development experience where she she misuses her gifts and then discovers how to properly use her gifts or vice versa, right? It's not really for us to judge. It's her particular soul experience. Correct. So we have Nicole on the line. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Hi, how are you? How can I help you? Yes, I was just calling to see um, if there's going to be any changes in a positive manner in our financial situation. Um, Yes, the changes that are coming around your uh, financial changes are coming in July or August. Right now, you're in kind of like a waiting position, kind of waiting to see how things uh, work out or things are going to work out. I feel like you made some significant changes March, April, it might be April. Um, about your finances or just looking at them differently. And I feel like whatever that is, it's going to pay off. I want to say it's like July, August-ish. And I feel like you are going to be able to achieve the goals you set for this year, especially by the end of the year. I feel like December, there's some kind of celebration or a holiday. It might be a vacation, but I'm hearing the word holiday. Um, So if that makes sense to you, it is something about that. But you are going to, um, and you're going to look back at this time and realize it was just kind of like um, a test in some ways, but you are going to pass it in fine, uh, in flying colors. Does that make sense to you? Did that help? It absolutely does. Can, can I kick in some of what I saw as you were putting that out there, Bob? Sure, go ahead. That's what awesome. I'm seeing is that your seeds are planted. And right now, what was that? Just, I'm sorry. your seeds are planted. We're just waiting to see it break through the surface. So okay. it, it, it's building. It's on its way. Your blessing is there. Okay, thank great. You. Thank you so much for calling, Nicole. All right. Well, that was fun. I wonder who else is going to call. <laughs> I feel like there might be three more, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, excellent. I'm looking forward to that. So let's see. Do you have any, would you like to channel a little truth through for sure. us? Sure, hold on a second. Do you have a, que- uh, well, let me start. The best way for me to start it, do you have a okay. question or here. something? Give here, me a I have a question. Okay. okay, we've had a lot of socio-political racial upheaval, okay, in the last mm-hmm. several weeks, and it's very personal to me. I was born and raised in Minneapolis, and this is way, way, way the antithesis of Minnesota Nice. Um, So I'd I'd like to get some words around how do we begin to get people to see each other as people, not as objects, not as threats, not as enemies. The shift that has been coming around many of you is coming from, because it is that time, it is that time in the age of the planet and in the age of the human spirit and in the age of the human species for there to be a large shift, opening up to others that have been less fortunate or others that have been put in a place of control or been put under the thumb of the others or, or of a group that feels as though they are, have always been in power. Much of the, uh, the turmoil has come from the leadership and the top because the leadership has been completely misguided over many years. 
years. And you know, for those of you, we, we will not speak politics here, but we will say that there will be a significant shift coming in leadership in many places. And as that comes, and the leadership is much more open and honest and straightforward and not trying to hide from the people, that that will make the situation easier to clear up. Right now, those that are protesting are waiting for the leadership to speak up. They're waiting to know that the words and the actions they have taken have meant something. They're waiting to see that they that it is not for not. In other words, they're waiting to see that they did not waste their time doing some of these things. But let us make a significant uh, point here. There are two significant groups of people out there. The ones that are peacefully protesting, holding the signs, those are the ones with love in their heart. They have a dedication to peace and love within mankind. Then there is the other group. Those are the looters. The looters are criminals and thugs. They are the negative energy that is all in all populations, not only human, but also in the animal population. And unfortunately, they have feel they feel as though that they have carte blanche to do what they feel is right, even though they're, that it is not. But they will find, too, that at the end of their lives, there will be a karmic justice for all. There is always karma involved in all things. And we would just say that you that the, those that are on the, the in the light and those that are acting out of love may not see the karma come to those that are not and those that did the things that they knew were morally wrong. They knew that, but they did not act on that. And so because of that, they will have that price to pay. But we would say that the leadership change that is coming, it is coming in all areas, that that will help calm things down. We see the change coming in November. And we would say that the change will be something that will be fought about and that those are in power right now, the corruption in power right now, will not be happy. And they will fight giving up their stance and giving up what it is that they have. But at the end of the day, they will step down and that peace will prevail. Beautiful. Make sense? I have no idea what I said. Did that make sense? <laughs> you, you gave us a little bit of hope for a political groundswell and, and shift. <laughs> oh, you know what? I know I've said that before, but I also know that I always, I tell them, yeah, no politics. Don't, don't. Oh, no politics. <laughs> and but I'm they, sure they it said, sounds in some way it's political, but I know that, that yeah. I know I say that. Yeah. yeah, they 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 did say no politics and no specific leaders were mentioned right. in any particular context. I have to say it's been interesting. Minnesota has decided to uh, defund the police department, so I'm I'm interested to see what they bring in in the space of the vacuum that's created. It feels to me that they're going to. Um, I don't know that they're going to. I don't know that defunding means shutting it down. I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to take some money that is allotted to that and allot it somewhere else where there's more a sense of community and love as mm-hmm. compared to what's hap- what had happened there now. Because let's face it, it's one bad apple, and the more I mean, that's really what it was. Or maybe it was all three, or I mean, were there four of them? You there know, were three or four that three or four, all yeah. seem to be. Because I don't believe that all who are in that role are bad. I feel like that their calling is to help keep law and order and be, you know, and help and rescue people and be a first responder. And God bless them for that. It's just the ones that are in it for the wrong thing or, you know, you, I, I would imagine you get jaded doing that, but that's no excuse. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but maybe there needs to be, maybe one of the things that they fund is a way to help those members of that community, you know, stay within the rails. So they, yeah. they don't think, oh, I have to go do this to that person just because they're acting this way. Exactly. Well, and I've been talking to different people in law enforcement in the on the receiving end of bad law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be a bit of a consensus that we ask the police to do things that are beyond what their capability is to do. And in many places, what we need instead of uh, police coming in and saying, break it up, go to your corners, is more of a place where people can go for mediation to resolve interpersonal problems and this sort of thing so they don't escalate. 
And it's asking a lot of your police officer to, to play that role in addition to everything else they have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we, we went way down the, the political rabbit hole there for a second, and I'm sure this does not even begin to cover all of the different things that need to be looked at. So we are down to our last minute. So let's take 60 seconds and tell people quickly what gift you brought for the listeners today. So the listeners who are uh, listening today, um, you can uh, get 10% off any of my services. Um, and uh, on Sophia's website, there will be a link to my website that will have that. But let me, let me just tell you what my website is anyway. So, you know, it's really easy. It is bobthepsychic.com. But if you go to <laughs> Sophia's website, you'll find the link there that will give you 10% off any of my services. And the link you want to go to is sovereignself.media. And you put in your email address, and it will show you all of the wonderful speaker gifts out there. It's not just Bob, but everybody who's gone before Bob as well. And you can click on that link, and it will automatically fill in the code. You don't have to write anything down. Easy peasy, light and breezy. Correct. That is fabulous. And we are down to our last 30 seconds. So I will give you 10 of those, Bob for a final word of wisdom. Well, I just want to thank everyone who has been listening. And if you're interested more in my services, please come check me out. Um, it's, it's truly a gift every time I get to speak and be this way. And if you would have asked me five years ago, would I be on this radio show or would I be a psychic that has uh, an audience? I would say no, but here you go. So anything's possible. Just put your mind and your heart to it. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 